guys welcome back to what's up grimes my name is jen and i am here with mk as usual hey mk hello so ironically you were just informing me because i didn't know this it's the seventh anniversary of art angels today yes today so we just planned to record art angels today without knowing that this was the anniversary and i saw some things going on on twitter and kind of ignored it until you were like oh yeah it's the seventh anniversary i was like that's what they're posting about we just intuitively knew in our gut you know perfect timing so art angels was her fourth studio album and it was released apparently on november 6 which is today of 2015 um through ad and apparently this had been planned since 2013 as a follow-up to her studio album visions however and we need to discuss this and this will come up later in our facts she scrapped most of the material from these sessions and began a new set of recordings in 2014. How many scrapped recordings of everything do you think she has out there? She probably has like this backup drive with like all of this amazing work that no one will see or she's accidentally lost. Like during the process of looking up, you know, just we've been doing the album review, you know, reviews and just talking about them. Uh, she will have a lot of technical difficulties <laughs> like recording something or and like never releasing it or losing it somehow okay i saw a funny comment on twitter um so so recently she talked about how her laptop died or something something crashed right yes and some fan account said something about what if you know there were only like two songs on that computer and that was book one and now, like, we don't have anything and she had to start over. And I'm like, it would technically surprise me. I don't think that's what's happening. But no. who knows with Claire? Yeah. I, if I had to guess, it's Nightcore stuff. <laughs> Probably. It's I gone. She has, like, so many different projects. And I just want to be like, can you focus on, like, one? Can we do one and just get it out? But whatever. And back it up back it up to the cloud maybe <laughs> that would be really helpful <laughs> so um linda will come up later in some grimes quotes but we had a live with linda which was because of my technical issues and um linda it was so relevant that she was on our live recently because of the art angels um anniversary coming up and linda was one of grimes uh, backup dancers through the art angels era so just an ironic timing that we had Linda on as well. Yeah, and we actually had her on the date that Flesh Without Blood was released. So it was the anniversary of that single. That's crazy. Also, I stay know. tuned because now that I have technology back up and running, Linda is coming back on Jan in January? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So Grimes' constant touring in 2013 for her 2012 album, Visions, my favorite album, led to a physical collapse. She recalls, quote, putting a hand up and grabbing a piece of her hair and she could just pull my hair out. This was also the time that she reports eating spaghetti nonstop. So she was nutritionally deprived. I actually thought that was later, but it makes sense that this would be like when I was doing the research for this album, I actually thought the spaghetti fiasco happened during the Art Angels tour, but it actually happened before. Spaghetti Gate of 2013, I suppose. Which I think doesn't surprise me because I feel like Claire is the kind of person that just goes all in. Yeah. 
in di- I, I mean i feel like you're just trying to get your name out there and you're trying to tour and get your fan base going and so you just don't think about taking care of yourself till it's too late and you're falling apart literally yeah i even as a younger person a younger lady i uh i don't know if i would be able to keep up with that kind of schedule like all day like you're kind of like you know you're sleeping all day and then you're up at night you know i don't know i would be too tired i couldn't do it i think about that like it's no wonder that singers or celebrities get hooked on drugs to me yeah because I could not keep up with the schedule, like you said, of the sleeping all day, your rhythm's already off, and then you're up literally all night, handling large amounts of anxiety, and she has social anxiety. I can't imagine. Well, people like photographing you, taking, you know, all sorts of video of you, especially this tour in particular. There's so much live content out there, um, which is what I found first. Of hers. Same. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. This is your favorite album. We should say that. It's my fave. Um, This brings us to Tumblr. So Tumblr was relevant back then. Did you have a Tumblr? I did not. No, but I knew about it and looked at them. I never had one, though. Same. It was never, like, my thing. But media outlets at the time began running her Tumblr posts as headlines. So at the time, she wrote a post on her blog about her misrepresentation in the media and the sexism she had faced in the music industry and she declared quote i don't want my words to be taken out of context i don't want to be infantilized because i refuse to be sexualized which is interesting Mm -hmm. considering recent content and i'm tired of the weird insistence that i need to i need a band or i need to work with outside producers so it sounds like this is the time where she starts having some trouble with the media yeah it does sound like that I didn't know that they grabbed stuff from her tumble. I mean, she's always made like polarizing statements. So I don't know. I think I think that this era she was very empowered from a feminist standpoint. Like she cut her hair. Mm-hmm. She she kind of wore like boyish clothing. Mm-hmm. She wasn't sexualized on stage. I don't know if that was on purpose to prevent scenarios from occurring, which probably would have been smart. Um but either way, she leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Apparently being in an, quote, unstable and, quote, beyond exhausted state, along with her frustration towards the media, which we know still exists today, she almost ended her career as Grimes, which I don't blame her. I feel like the, the mental toll that it had to take on her. And then mm-hmm. probably thinking, if I don't do this, will I be satisfied in life? If I decide I'm not going to be Grimes anymore, I'm going to be Claire and I'm going to get a job doing whatever. Yeah. Um, she also um, decided that she might switch to solely writing songs for other artists or at least putting her life in the public eye on hold. So much of what happened in Art Angel's era, it feels like I'm reading a news headline from today because she's basically put her public life on hold right now. We were talking before the podcast. I'm like, hey, let's talk about some recent Grimes news. And MK was like, what recent Grimes news? There is none right now. She's kind of on hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting that she felt like this prior to Elon. Yeah. And that and that even like crazier spotlight that's been yeah. put on her. 
I can't imagine. I mean, even on a small, it's not a small scale. When you're a well, like an artist that travels and tours the world and you have fandoms all over the place, like you're going to have people looking at you. You're going to, people are going to try to tear you apart. And I think she also said in these interviews, she hated like being like having a girly voice mm-hmm. and like being called a singer, um, which she's not. You know, she's not just those things. She's created Grimes. Grimes is an alter ego. Absolutely. And so I get where she's at with this. She mentioned that this actually, her experiences, she took that and had something called post-traumatic growth. That's what we call it. And made out of that experience a conviction in being a solo artist and working by herself. In a 2015 feature, this was by The Fader. Grimes said that while working in music studios, quote, there were all these engineers that didn't let her touch the equipment, and then a male producer would come in and he'd be allowed to do it. These incidents, which she described as sexist, left her, quote, disillusioned with the music industry and made her realize what she was doing is important, which I agree at the time. The fact that she did everything by herself, I think, was revolutionary. I agree. I don't know if the interviews with uh, like Linda Perry, do you know Linda Perry? She's a producer, Dolly Parton. She did like an interview with them and all female producers. And she was like the young buck looped in with that. I mean, could you imagine sitting with like icons like Dolly Parton and Linda Perry just talking about like, we make our music. We don't just rely on other people to orchestrate our personas. We do it all ourselves. Um, And I thought that was really important. When I was first getting into Grimes and seeing those interviews, I was like, wow, she really has made a significant impact as a engineer and producer and should be taken seriously as such. And I know there's so much that goes out there with legal mumbo jumbo that we probably won't know about that's happened to Claire. I just wish Mm -hmm. I could know what has happened to you in the past in the music industry because i'm sure if you allow people to have some amount of control over you as an artist you're just controlled you're like a puppet and i just am curious if that's changed for her if she still feels like she has full control over her stuff i don't think so based on the comment she makes about columbia pretty openly yeah i think i don't want to put words in her mouth but it seems like she does she has a contentious relationship with the label and i think because bigger deal labels put a lot of restrictions on you and try to control the narrative as much as possible because you are at their house right yes you're you are representing their brand not Mm -hmm. yourself which i don't know why she hasn't started her own label to be honest I know it'd be gr- another another project where she would do some work on it and then it would just be like on to the next one. She kind of lily pads. She kind of goes from project to project to project. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this previously, but by 2014, Claire produced, quote, hundreds of songs for her next album, most of which were not included on Art Angels. She described the recording of these tracks as, quote, this period where I had no way of dealing with anything. So I was writing these really depressing songs and nothing was fun at all. Um, So apparently she rejected these tracks because they were not enough of a sonic departure from Visions. She wanted to write something totally different from Visions, which she did Mm -hmm. accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's snippets of in Visions and Halfaxa that led to Art Angels. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, not 
knowing that, I would say this is a happy album. Yeah, right? Like, it makes me feel good. I, you know, I listen to it when I get ready, you know, for work or even just doing work. Like, it's, it's, it's an album. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, I don't know how many of our fans are actually Weezer fans. Oh, but yeah. it's like the album itself is like a Weezer album. You can listen to it back to front, yes. like pick certain songs from it and watch the videos. Like I can't even tell you how many times I've I've watched those videos and live shows from this era. It's just epic grimes. And during COVID, I would say this this album got me through, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. And it is so different than Misanthropocene. You mentioned that Art Angels is a happy album, and I agree. It makes me feel happy and energized and kind of reminds me of being a teenager mm-hmm. versus Misanthropocene, which I listen to when I'm moody. And I just want to feel moody. This is yeah. different. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different mindset. And I think she she's very good at writing pop songs. Like, yeah. she loves Mariah Carey, Katy Perry, K-pop, all influences in her style, which you can see. I I would love more Art Angels type music, and I don't consider it, like, anti-feminism to write a pop song that's, that's amazing, you know? Um, Miss A was, like, a deliberate 180, I think, to show that I can be dark. My yes. name is dark. Yeah, I can be dark. Um, and she got back into like the sci-fi into Miss A, which like I don't think there's a lot of there's most like sci-fi like medieval references in most of her albums, and I don't think I saw anything about Art Angels having influences like that. I didn't either when I looked into it. And Art Angels reminds me a little bit of Shinigami Eyes. Shinigami Eyes has that like upbeat, mm-hmm. fun feeling, except I don't think Shinigami Eyes is as lyrically in depth as I felt Art Angels was. Where the lyrics, like some of the lyrics in Art Angels like get me in a good way. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're really beautiful. And I just don't, I didn't feel that about Shinigami Eyes. It's a great banger, but it doesn't have like lyrical, I don't know magnitude it it, yeah it doesn't have anything that cuts to the core like shinigami eyes i would say the lyrics are more like miss a like it's a concept it's there's something behind it and it's darker than um art angels because i think i mean unless she had a concept for it aside from like the art the you know the art angels like muses our, you know, our muses in our life. I don't know if there's anything deeper than that. I know she loves Greek mythology as well as many other, you know, mythology types, but I couldn't find anything holding it together as a, like a total concept. Yeah, and I read some theories. I am all over the Grimes subreddit. There has been some interesting posts on the Grimes subreddit that we were talking about before I started filming. It just feels like people are feeling very pessimistic currently. Hmm. But one of the um, topics was about how do you guys feel about Shinigami Eyes? And people very respectfully were saying, hey, it's a banger. And it felt like maybe her label was pushing her towards like what's going to hit at the clubs versus maybe what you would want to produce 
yourself. And I don't know. I wish I wish you would talk more about it. I'm curious. I like it. Not hating on it. It just seems like people have that opinion across the board. It looks like maybe her label influenced what she was going to put out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think that's what, if I had to guess what the delays are with all of book one, it's, and, and she even uh, mentioned it during an alter ego uh, Instagram live a year ago that like what she wanted to come out first is not necessarily what the the label wanted first. I actually think the label wanted Shinigami Eyes to come before Player of Games, if I had to guess. <laughs> alter ego was an interesting time period. I yeah. did a live about it. It was an interesting... Alter Ego was... Grimes was the only reason I watched that show. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then it was like... And then it was like it happened. And then it was like everybody just moved on. Like nobody talked about it again. I heard nobody calling for a season two. Claire yeah. hasn't really mentioned it. It was just like, okay. Like that was a fun period. It was. I mean, I thought it was really cool. Um, that she got to, she was on the same panel as like Alanis Morissette. Oh yeah. And they did, um, they did like a little video, but it got taken down immediately. Did you see I remember that? that. Where, <laughs> like, I'm Lord and Savior. I remember that. Oh, there was also God. a TikTok she made. She was traveling with Elon. I want to say it was in Germany when she went with Liv. I want to say, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but she was like up on the, the like catwalk at the, the facility that, that Elon was overseeing over there and she filmed a TikTok and that got taken down immediately. And I'm like, is it just that your people watch this and they're like, hey, you can't have this up. Like maybe check before you post it. I don't know. I don't even know if I caught that one, to be honest. I memed it. It was very cute. She was, I don't know, she was laughing about something and her laugh is super cute. Oh, I love her laugh. Uh, But it was taken down. I think I found it and then it was taken down like 10 seconds later. Anyway. Um, this brings us to Go, which I didn't realize was a, like, controversial song until she mentioned it in an interview, because I think it's a really great song. It was a 2014 single. Mm-hmm. Um, it was recorded during the sessions that she mentioned previously. It was originally written for Rihanna. However, mm-hmm. Rihanna turned down the track, which, thank goodness, because <clears throat> I love that she ended up doing it. She released it as a, quote, surprise under her Grimes alias. However, the negative response to the single from fans who believed that Claire was, quote, pandering to the radio, which sounds a lot like when she made Shinigami Eyes and people are saying you're pandering to what's relevant right now, led media outlets to report that this was the reason she had started over the recording of her new album. Claire said this was false and commented that Go and the other tracks she had cut were not from a complete album. They were just songs that didn't make it onto Art Angels. She later stated that she would consider releasing the archive material for free in the future. But that didn't happen. <laughs> Is David a part of that? I wonder. I really like that song. I love that song. And so many people say that it's so significant to them. And I wish she would release that one. I wonder if it's just too painful to release or if she lost it. I don't know. I mean, it's... I don't know. You could spruce it up. She probably has some kind of file, MP3 file or something of it. I don't know. That seems like very Art Angels era to me it does uh but it's also it's like super deep yeah um 
On Making Art Angels, Claire said the album represents an incomplete transition to the contemporary version of Grimes, where technically she no longer has control of the Grimes narrative. Mm. Quote, so much of my music is against the people who are trying to take it from me. You have to push people and you have to be aggressive or you can't get your way. People offering to do your job all the time. It's just infuriating. Let me do my effing job. I don't want to be the face of this thing I built. I want to be the person that built it, which I imagine she still feels that way. People are taking from me what I want to do with my art. And I think that's what causes delays now and has always caused delays in her releasing. Because, I mean, when we've dug deep with these albums, it does take a while for them to come out and things happen and she pulls it and then it's back on and it's like this has been an ongoing theme with her. And I think it's related to fighting with labels, fighting with the media, fighting with her, you know, even just team of business types who don't really understand the full scope of the art she's trying to put out um she's very misunderstood in a lot of ways yeah you and i talk frequently and i know the fandom does in general about where is book one and i'm just curious i wonder if it's a lot like this and that's what's going on if she even knows what's going on if she just wants to be a mama and wants to do different things and doesn't feel the same passion for it i just i wonder I think her passion will always be there because when she puts her energy into something, she follows through with it, whether it's released or lost or deleted. She she still puts her all into it, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's still trying to control the narrative as much as you can. I mean, we really, none of us have control over our narrative. You know, all you can do is control your response to things. And maybe sometimes that's silence for her. Yeah, and perception is reality. So the way that you perceive something happening is your reality. And I can't imagine being a celebrity figure and people take your tweets out of context. Oh, this was something that was happening on the the subreddit, MK. People were getting mad because Claire was like liking certain tweets from people that the fandom didn't like. And people were getting so mad about it on the subreddit. And I'm like, it's just a like. Like, it doesn't represent anything. You know how it is. Like, you're scrolling through stuff and you just, like... Like, I don't, I don't even fully read something, maybe. Yeah. I cannot imagine being a public figure and every single thing you do, including a like on somebody's post, gets you, like, hate. And, and we wonder why she isn't so immersed in the fandom at times. You know? We just want to take, take, take from her she's a real person you know i'd be done i'd be so done so i hope she's not two more things before i turn the mic over to mk when you talk about the art on this album so the album art cover shows a banshee portrayed as the planet earth claire mentions this is kind of a quote fairy woman who wails before someone's death or misfortune in the album's ninth track of pen you can also hear representation of her screams in the third track that scream her dying aspect with blood tears symbolizes the planet's struggle to find balance with our endless consumption and exploration, while her third eye stands for her enlightenment in relation to the human race, giving to her the perception beyond ordinary sight. The cover sums up the whole concept of the album where Grimes is in a constant conversation with the spiritual figure who is known as Planet Earth, showing our disruptive relationship with the place where we were all born, which leads perfectly into misanthropocene, in my opinion. Yeah. 
And then um, something I didn't know about, which I'm embarrassed to say, because I've done a live on this on my page, Grimes made individual art pieces for each track on the album. And I looked those up. I didn't up. know that either. I what saw the heck? that. I looked those up. They're they're beautiful. They're they're so representative of each song. So again, I think that there's so much that goes into the symbolization of Grimes that I don't even think about. Yeah. I just see the album cover and I'm like, oh, an alien. Okay. Oh, it's an anime drawing. Whatever. (laughs) Last thing I'll say on this, NME in 2016 reported that in an interview with Culture Magazine, Grimes, who by 2016, Grimes decided she wanted to go by C. But that's interesting because I hear her go back and forth where she'll talk about how the kids call her Claire. Um, So I wonder if it just depends on who it is talking to her. Uh, she discussed her last record in 2016 in unforgiving terms. She said the last album was a piece of crap. I feel like people misread it and it feels like a stain on my life. How do you misread Art Angels? Like, it's not a controversy to me. No. I think it's her most successful studio album, like, as far as like anybody can jump in and if someone was new to the grime you know knowing who grimes is i would recommend this album first same yeah so that's that and then out of this era which is mk's part my my jam your jam music videos came out of it so let's let's talk about that all right so uh as far as music videos october 2015 grimes releases flesh without blood Uh, Grimes revealed via her Twitter account that Flesh Without Blood is a song about a platonic friendship she had with a woman. Grimes noted how prior to stating her uh, authorial intent, the press had assumed that the song was about a heterosexual relationship. She saw this as an example of how the press genders my lyrics and said that she no longer writes songs about love. Hmm. Okay. Uh Adore you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, she also described it as a song about being really disappointed with someone who you really once truly admired. Love yep. it. Um, I yeah. Love it. I I love the concept behind it. I knew I knew this about the music video because I wanted to. I didn't really, you know, I didn't know the context of the video. It seemed, you know, there was some kind of concept that I wasn't totally getting right off the bat. So of course, I looked it up, and that's how I found out. You know that her and Elon met based off of the joke from this album. Is that correct? The Rococo Basilisk? Yes. Um, It's just a a very interesting concept for an album um, and song. And I love this song so much. I still listen to it pretty much every day. I do too. And if you listen to the lyrics, one, people always try and figure out who is the girl that she's referring to. But mm. regardless, because I, I don't think we'll ever know. I really like some of the lyrics that sum up really well when you have a close relationship with someone, whether you're into them or not. It's just a friendship. Yeah. Like coming to that place where you're like, after all, I just don't like you. And I don't see the same light I saw in yeah. you anymore. It's just not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. You know, it's like almost like a send off goodbye to somebody that you once really cared about and it's over. Yeah. And just putting that to rest because it's really hard to come to that place with friendships or otherwise where you're like, you know what? This isn't good for me anymore and I'm going to choose to move forward. It's hard. Yeah. It's like, you you know, it's nice that you say that you like me, but only conditionally. 
you know which i was listening to that song last night and i'm like isn't that so relatable to what's going on in the fandom right now where i feel like some people and i fall into this category occasionally hey i'm really gonna like this this and this but with conditions mm-hmm which is like just kind of a human trait in general. Like you, you, you know, we like certain things about people conditionally. Mm-hmm. But even with her music, there are certain things that I'm going to like based on conditions of what I like and don't like. Yeah. And you have your own narrative in your head about what that means and, and judgment calls yeah. with it too, right? And that may not always align with the truth yeah. or how Grimes feels. Yes. Okay, so moving on to the next uh, music video, March 8th, 2015, Reality. Uh, Boucher released a music video for the demo version of her song as a gift to her fans. Reality was produced during the scrapped recording sessions for Art Angels and not intended to be included on the final version of her fourth album. That's astonishing to me. I know, it's so good. It's like, I mean, that song might, I don't know, top five of all time grime songs, that's in there. I can't rate them, but yeah. that's the, that's in there. It's an amazing song, and I don't know how this album... I mean, it's still pretty good without it, but it's like... That's an epic song on that album. Do you like the demo version better or the actual album version better? I like both. Same. Um, I also... I love the live versions, too. You know? Like, I, I just like that song. Yeah. And then... January 2016, Kill V. Mame. She told Q Magazine, Kill V. Mame is written from the perspective of Al Pacino in The Godfather Part 2, except he's a vampire who can switch gender and travel through space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Kill V. Mame is a character who also makes an appearance in Flesh Without Blood, according to a Fuse.tv interview in which the characters are explained. Kill V. Mame is described as the vampire. The Flesh Without Blood videos begin with the label of Act 1 and later flashes to Act 2, while the Kill V. Mame video begins with the label of Act 3, hinting at continuation of the same story. I didn't actually know that. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like, there's so much that goes into Grimes' music videos that I'm like, what? Even when Lance was explaining to us the concept behind Shinigami Eyes' music video, and I was like, I didn't get any of that <laughs> while watching the video. I'm so, so glad you said that, because I, I remember being like, uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, go back and yeah. uh, check that out again. I didn't get any of that, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the music video, uh, Kill, Kill V Main, was directed by Grimes and her brother, featuring the Canadian singer driving a tricked-out pink car, dancing at a blood-soaked rave, and wearing black wings, a la Natalie Portman in Black Swan. The video also references various pop culture motifs, including Law and Order, anime, The Legends of Zelda, and Blade. Uh, according to C, in an interview with Stella McCartney, the or original Grimes is killed off-screen in the video and is instead re replaced with a character called Screechy Bat. And I love Screechy Bat. Yeah, I love that character. I wish we actually saw more of that character in the video. Yeah, because. I mean, I try, I've tried to do the makeup before yeah. and like try to find pictures and I'm like, and certain people have actually done the costume if you look up. Yeah, it's like, super cute. Yeah, but I, you know, there's not enough of it. I love that. And then in a later interview, uh, C said that she regretted the decision and um, of killing off Grimes. And so the character was reinstated as part of lore later on. I've also read when I was 
researching for the live for this that the pink car that you see is actually the family van from the Boucher family that she and Mac would drive. And so they like cut it up and made it into the car that you see in the video, which I think is super cute. Also, all of these were styled by Turner. Shout out Turner. Is this the first video that Turner styled? No, she she started in Genesis. Oh, did she? In, um, wow. Yeah, I had no idea their relationship went back that far. Yeah, isn't that cute? That's cute. That is cute. All right. So next, next uh, music video, October 2016, World Princess Part Two, Butterfly Scream, uh, and Belly of the Beat were in the Acid Rain Chronicles mm -hmm. videos, which I, those are epic. Yeah. And after talking to Linda, she's like, I mean, how how much better how can it get dancing on the Alps? Yeah. You know. Like, they're, it's just beautifully shot. I'm so curious, like, the interior shots, like, when they're in... It's almost like an auditorium in some uh, videos. Like, some of Hannah's and yes. Belly of the Beat, the one, like, where they're... Like, I wonder what space they had rented or... I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, Per Grimes, about the uh, Acid Rain Chronicles. Initially, we set out only to shoot something for World Princess Part 2, but we felt done after a couple of days, so we kept shooting in between shows and days off and started shooting videos for Hana too, she explained. Um, Aristophanes also played some shows with us, so we were able to shoot Scream. Uh, Linda and Allison, shout out to Linda, um, who dance in the show, also appear in the videos. I I just love them. I love the videos, I, I and there's really nothing to them either. They just are having fun. I know. I think there's something to be said for Grimes' really big production values that she puts on videos now, but there is something very simplistic and something I adore about the very basic, hey, Mac, here's the iPhone, like, <laughs> record a music video for Oh, it. I love this shot. Keep going. Yeah. Remember he said <laughs> yeah. that? I love that. Um, okay, so per Grimes about these videos, uh, this summer I brought my brother Mac and my best friend Hannah on tour and we shot a bunch of music videos, Grimes wrote on Twitter. These seven videos were shot over a two-week period throughout Europe during the Acid Rain tour. Um, they are guerrilla style vids, a la reality, so there was no crew, makeup, cameras, lights, just us and a phone, so maybe don't expect, expect anything too fancy. But it, <laughs> it holds up. It does. It holds up. It They're having fun and there's nothing more to read into it, you yeah. know? It's great. Yeah. All right. So May 2016, California. Directed by Claire with her brother, Mac. The clip features Grimes in an art studio on stage in a gym wearing a variety of colorful outfits. Making cameo appearances are Mac, Purity Rings, Megan James, Hannah, Born Gold. What are your thoughts on this song in this video? I actually like, I mean, we, we talk about this in, in the next fact, but... I like that there's a new version of California for the music video, and I actually like that one better than the album version. I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't like this song initially. This is Same. one of the ones where I kind of always skipped over it. Um, I don't know if it was because... I do like some country music, Yeah, but I think this, because it was country-inspired, it didn't initially jive with me, so it was always like my last, like least favorite song on the entire album. Um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and, and read the rest of this here. The track used for the first verses and chorus of the song differs from the version on Art Angels, like you just said. 
having a more chilled back, dreamy and stripped instrumental. After the release of the video, Grimes took to her Twitter to explain the reason for the alternate rendition of the song featured in the music video, saying it was dissonant with the original track and failed to elicit visuals in her mind. Had to redo track because when I looked at the footage, it was dissonant versus the original song. Song elicits no visuals in my mind naturally. Such a producer, Pat, you know? Like, that would never have occurred to me. I'd be like, yeah, it's, I mean, I've. I love that she sees things in her brain when she's, you know, recording the music and it just didn't match up when she did the music video, which is pretty boppy, the music video. Yeah. So it holds yeah. up. It does. And it's, again, it's not my number one fave off the album, but, you know, since it is my favorite album, it's a song that I still would listen to. It's not like I would skip over it. It's kind of flows with the rest of the album, so... No, and this is the first album where there's a lot of media coverage. There's a lot of interest and facts, and the tours look much bigger when you look them up on YouTube. Um, so, thus, Art Angels. I hope that's a good synopsis of the seventh anniversary of Art Angels. I hope we did them proud. Yeah. Oh well. I one more thing I wanted to say about this album: um, the the robot dance, like the rope like she would like do these oh, yes. like dances yes, yeah. <laughs> and i remember my husband when i first got into grimes was like who is this <laughs> like because she would just do these like crazy moves and and dance and scream on stage like i want i i miss punk rock grimes come back come back come back punk rock grimes yeah like the laying on the say. stage and like rolling around screaming like just weird screaming stuff. in russian like, all right come on <laughs> There is, I value both the like heavily produced Grimes that we have now, where she has like the stylist and you can tell that like everybody's behind her making her look a very specific way. But there is something that we'll never get back about the kind of Grimes that was dressed in like goodwill clothes, rolling around a stage screaming with the robot dance. Yeah, nothing better than indie Grimes. Yeah, I miss it. We heart you. We heart you, indie Grimes. <laughs> Uh, hope we did you proud, Art Angels. Happy 7th anniversary to Art Angels. Stay tuned with us, guys. We'll be back with more content week to week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.